in case that wasn't clear, that whole, that was the exit. So We're just going to live, laugh, love on this one. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. We're all living. We're all loving. But who's laughing? I don't know if there's something to laugh. There has to be something funny. Whatever. Hey! <laughs> hey! I'm adjusting the mic, but it doesn't count because the music was technically still going. See, we make up rules because when you are the Lord, you do as you please. But peeps, welcome to the show. If you got ears, hope you're enjoying listening. Unless you don't have ears by some unfortunate circumstance and you're just watching the podcast because you got eyes. But I hope you can read real fast because I talk at a very high speed. This intro has gone longer than I wanted it to. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Full Circus. My name is Tristan Sartoris. Always has been and always will be, barring some unfortunate tragedy where I have to go on the lamb. Okay, change my identity, become somebody else. But they'll track me down. They'll be like, hey, aren't you the guy that talk fast? I'm like, nope. Like, that was pretty fast, though. Like, no, sir, I've, I've never talked fast at that time in my life. Wait a minute. So, <laughs> anyways, guys, I'm happy to be here with you today. It's a beautiful time. It's a beautiful day, beautiful night. I don't know when you're listening to it, but it, it, the, the point is that this hour, these minutes, these seconds even are glorious. They're beautiful and enjoy them as you see fit. Okay, look at your clock. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. I'm not going to do it 60 times, but just understand that every second has its own glorious nature. That second came in, it passed. It doesn't exist anymore. Now, sure, you could rewind the video and see it, but that first experience, these seconds in our lives, enjoy each one, 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 one. And you could do that all day long, and surely you'd be a happy person, but you'd be in the psych ward. Anyways, man, life is good, dude, okay? Life is good. And I don't mean to brag on you guys and step on you because I know this is the time of January where resolutions are, you know, out the window, okay? But... My resolutions are going good. As far as I was trying to read a book once a month, finished it, boom, two weeks, gone. Flipping pages, I set up a little routine, a schedule for myself, burnt through it because I enjoyed the book and reading way more than I thought I would. Isn't that crazy? You walk into something like, I'm just doing this because I feel like I should, I have to. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. These things that are good for me are actually good for me. Nuts, how does that happen? I have no idea. The same can't be said about running I'm still running, and I will say this, though. I don't enjoy it anymore, but it is less painful. Okay, gravity's like, we will keep beating you down. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'll wear comfier shoes. And I have been. So I'm running. I'm running further. I'm breathing you know, a little bit easier, and I'm, I, I feel like I'm just sliding and gliding and being the person I'm destined to be for 2023, okay? And that just comes from resilience. I'm climbing the uphill battle, right? And, and I was talking about the voiceover stuff. I, I had a whole freaking character recorded and I lost it. And that was a tragedy. Tragedy struck. Sometimes tragedy squares up like that and you don't duck or dive and you get clocked. So I recorded them back. I'm climbing, right? I'm making strides. And I know people might not want to hear that because you're like, oh, I'm not doing anything. My resolution on the gym. What's that? I for Oh, yeah. That's a oh, we're eating healthy. Oh, I forgot about that. You know, go knock on your neighbor's door right now. Hey, Phil, just want to ask you about how your new uh, goal and resolution was on being a better person this year. He answered, what? What? What is it? What? Oh, better, better person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I, I forgot. But, you know, he comes out with the double birds and it's it's a tragedy. It's not un good time for everybody Phil. okay but i'll say this much instead of feeling bad about your failures 
because you are failing. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But instead of being like, oh, I'm not doing anything. I suck. I wish, you know, I wish I could be reading books like Tristan or running, even though I hate it. Don't do that, actually. I, I don't advise it. But you're feeling bad. Just look at Phil. Okay, he could have been an absolute douchebag for 52 weeks out of the whole year. But instead, he spent those two weeks putting the double burrs down, caging up. He, he said, hey, nice to meet you. How's your day? Held a door or two open for people. Okay, so instead of getting the 52 weeks of jerk, we only got 50. Now, surely that attitude is not okay, but at the end of the day, we got a little bit less of dummy dumb Phil than we would have gotten without these silly resolutions. So maybe my whole stance on it being a, a dumb philosophy may need to go, may need to change, because we got difference. And the same goes for your carrot eating or treadmill walking, you know, whatever you were doing for those two weeks. Be happy that you spent those. 2023, it's not our year. It's never going to be our year because it's going to come and go. What happens to those people that say, 2023, this is my year, man? Things end. Years go by. Are you just screwed? You're like, well, I peaked now. Good. I don't, I don't like that. So just let this day and go forward like these beautiful seconds and just let that happen. Be excited for it, man. So, yeah, I don't mean to be striding across you with my with my freaking thing. You know, this is me striding. I'm like, yeah. And that's the sound it makes when I stride. <laughs> my legs stretching out like bye. I'm waving behind me because things are going so well. But I don't mean to brag. I don't mean to boast. But listen, in case of this is a race, you just got toast. Bars! So let me tell you what's been going on in my life, man. I was just at the Dollar Tree. And I've had a little bit of a shocking revelation. They have loofahs. Loofahs. You know, the freaking weird cloud utensil, the vehicular for transferring soap from bottle to body. They have them at the Dollar Tree. Now, this is wild to me, not because I just don't know anything about the bathing industry, which is part of it, I admit it. But in my mind, when I see a loofah, I think that's just the upper echelon of perfection. That is, that is the mode of soap that's it's, it's it's beautiful it's luxurious and i think it's unattainable okay now a lot of things at the dollar tree they have and it's like cheaper models and versions but the loofah to me was something that you you, you can't replicate in a cheaper version oh the the fabric tensile military strength of the dual action scrubbing nature of it is just it's absolute perfection it's just something that you don't think that you can make a cheaper version of it's like a tesla you know, a car. If you don't, you don't see a cheaper version of that at the Dollar Tree, it's some things you just can't make bottom tier things of. And I was surprised to see a loofah because the loofah is the loofah. It's just, it's just so nice, man. And we have one. And I just took a shower and I'm scrubbing on it. And I, I feel like I'm in those freaking Dove commercials. Like, wow, the ultra hydrating moisturizer in the skin, the way that it hits the body, you're youthful, using ingredients and chemical formula. And you're like, wow, I don't know why they're scrubbing so slow. I don't think that's really conducive to, you know, getting dirt off, right? If you're rubbing the disc, you'll go, oh, just trying to get this ketchup. You know, it's a little bit different, but I tried it out. I was rubbing those slow. I was like, dang, I'm not getting, I'm not making any progress. The shower took forever, but dude, you feel a little cooler. You feel, there's, there's this... This feeling, man, of some things. And the loofah's one of them. And I was just shocked the fact that, that it was that attainable. It was just right in your face. 
And I don't know what the lesson is there. That's all I wanted to say, really, is that maybe there's something else in your life that you're like, wow, I can't be that. It's kind of like being a good person. And Phil, you know, you, it doesn't cost a lot. It's cheap to be a good person. Phil, stop flipping people off. But it's one of those things that's right in your face. All you got to do is go get it. And you can experience this kind of feeling. I don't know what else they have. Maybe soap, <laughs> candles, car fresheners. I guess the whole world of hygiene is foreign to me. Like, whoa, different things we can experience. So it was really cool. It was fascinating to see, man. And if you didn't know, now you know, all right? If anything else, this podcast is me just breaking the door down on the ground floor. It's like, come in here. They've got loofahs. <laughs> so it was cool. Man, wow. I, I'm, I'm having a good time, dude. And that's not just because I'm succeeding. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. It might be the loofah. It might be the shower. Maybe there's something too, Robin. Like you're, it's like walking slow away from an explosion. Not ideal in realistic circumstances. But, you know, this fade out. My shoulders are so hydrated. All my armpits have never been cleaner. Tristan, are you in there? It's been it's 90 minutes. Get out of there. I'm like, oh, what? Like, why is he talking so slow? But <laughs> it's it's nice, and I'm feeling good. I think part of it has to do this this shirt, man. Also, very cheap. But there's something about wearing shirts or clothes that you just really embody. Some things just, just fit you, and they fit right with your soul and your spirit. And it's nice, man. It's nice. It's not even about the the, the financial qualities of the attire. Okay, It doesn't have to be up there doesn't have to be the the loofah of of fitted clothing right but you just you feel different when you're wearing something that really just it encapsulates everything that you want to be you start walking a little bit different you know you freaking doing maybe not like this because this is more like you'd be a, i don't cuban but you know you just you, you kind of have that strut you walk just a little bit better i mean you could you could tell someone's fashion sense and how they're good they're feeling without even turning around someone walks in you hear them kind of dragging their feet like ah he's he doesn't like the pair of jeans he's wearing those those shoes it's not doing it for him he doesn't have that kind of you know you that chest out shoulder roll back and you move and this is kind of like the walk of like if you were watched in slow motion you kind of walk like this hey there you know you just feel a little bit better you got nothing to hide you're just proud of yourself you just you just feel good in who you are and every second keeps being more beautiful that you're you hey do you catch the game no doesn't matter this awkward situation doesn't affect me because i'm wearing nice clothes you there no okay you know and maybe it's weird but you feel good, man. You feel good. So wear something that you like and you enjoy. Don't wear something that's giving you a wedgie, all right? That's immediately your walk. It goes from this. You catch the game? No. Okay, well, now this is awkward, and I have 100% cotton hanes in my butt crack. So, listen, at the end of the day, all we can do is try. <laughs> I don't know what the message was there, but... I'm happy to be here with you guys, dude. So I'm going to stop talking about my successes because, you know, I've talked about it enough. And I don't want to brag. I don't want to be too high and mighty on you, okay? I want to be relatable. And a lot of people are miserable. And they want to hear that from me. What are you struggling with? What's going on? Let's talk about 
the hits and the misses. All right, so, and the misters. <laughs> so, man, I have had the hardest time sleeping lately. I don't know why, but for whatever reason, when I laid down trying to achieve some golden slumber, I can never be one of those people that just go, hey, we're clocking out? Okay. Mm. And they just go to sleep. Every sleepover I've ever had, like, oh, we're going to bed. <laughs> what? How? Why? Who? What? Where? When? I don't. I don't know where this ability is, but it's lost on me. If my body doesn't naturally make the sleeping formula, but it just doesn't happen, it's not. I can't choose to do it. I have to literally be falling asleep, and then I go out. All right. If I lay down, like, oh, time for bed. Everyone else is sleeping. Time for bed. My brain, it's like a cranky talent. You what? What are you doing? Go to sleep? I'm like, yeah, we're supposed to be going to bed, sir. Because <laughs> he's very stern. I'm like, oh, sir, I don't know. I, I feel like we should go to bed so we get quality rest. What? What are you doing? You're just gonna go to sleep? Is it in you? What are you doing? I, I don't want to wake up really late or feel tired or, or sore from all the working out. You know, I just, I kind of want to feel a little bit better. Nah, here's what we're gonna do. You're gonna stay in bed, okay? You're gonna stay in bed. Maybe some of your phone, you're gonna stare at the wall. You're gonna think of some things. We ain't going to sleep yet. You're going to sleep when you fall asleep. I'm like, oh, freaking brain. What do you mean? Why? And there's no logic behind what brain says. Brain just does. So now I'm sitting here for hours on end. Other day, I got in bed, 10, 30, 11 o'clock. I'm like, you know what? Eventually, I'm going to wear you out, brain. We're going to sit here, eyes closed, no phone, no nothing. We're going to rest. Tick, 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 tick. All these beautiful seconds. <laughs> They're supposed to be so beautiful. Gets up to about 5.30, 6 a.m. I finally fall asleep. You know how long that is to stay? It, it's like I could have been meditating or praying or, you know, I don't know what. Something more productive than this. Like I'm just waiting to be stuck in a coffin. I'm not doing anything. And I'm just waiting. Oh, yeah, I'm just waiting. I'm in a line for slumber. That's not fair. And it's so dumb for me to just sit there and you're just there's you're just in the dark in the corner of your room with nothing going on because I'm refusing to do anything productive or proactive because I'm like, I will not get up. I will not move. I will fight this thing until I fall asleep. And I never do. So then the next morning I get up at 830. I got two, three hours of sleep. I'm exhausted. I'm burnt out. Body sore from working out. No recovery. No healing. Whatever's supposed to be going on in my life doesn't happen. I wake up. I'm like, brain, this is what happens. I say when we wake up. So you better get us to sleep a little bit early. Hey, I don't care. Your problem. <laughs> and the brain goes to sleep. And I'm just like, uh, I don't, all right, brain, tune out, I guess. I have to, I'm going to stay up. And I go through the whole day exhausted thinking, I got brain. I got him. So when I go back to bed, 10, 30, 11 o'clock again, I lay down thinking, oh, I'm finally, I can go to sleep. Nothing. Brain. He's like, hey, what do you think we're going to do? You think we're just going to go to bed like that? Nah, we don't do that. Why are you going to bed? You got stuff to do. Things you could do. Think about something. I don't care. I'm like, I'm not getting on my phone. I'm not, I'm not doing anything, brain. We're sticking it out. We're exhausted. I will not stay up. I don't care. And brain just, he just fades away. He's so annoying, brain. You're such a douche. So stupid brain. <laughs>
keeps me up and I'm awake and now it's 3 a.m. Another four hours on the freaking two hours of sleep I already had. I'm just waiting. And I, I'm trying everything at this point. No more than just waiting. I am being proactive. I start doing yoga, reading about that. I exercised earlier ahead of time. I'm meditating. I'm praying. I'm taking relaxation pills and formulas and stuff. I'm listening to brown noise, white noise, black noise, shows, anything that kind of distracts my brain so I can tune out. Different temperatures, different clothes, trying to be more comfortable. I'm drinking warm milk. I'm, I'm doing everything, counting sheep, counting back from 100 by ones, by twos, by threes, over and over and over again. I don't know if I'm super good at math, but whatever brain wants to do, he will not shut up. Hey, ringing the bell. Wait, what are you doing? I'm not going to sleep yet. I'm not going to sleep. Why? Why? For what? For what? You could go to bed, wake up. I was like, but we can do so much more if we just sleep and wake up. This isn't helpful. What do you know? You don't know anything. Like, what? I know more than you, brain. What do you know? And then, of course, it's my brain. He knows everything. So it's really sucky. But yeah, man, I can't fall asleep. I don't know why. It's just it's such a weird time to be awake when nobody else is. Whole world sleeps like brain. Is this not a clue? He's like, Hey, you're unique. I'm like, oh, I kind of like that. And I was like, no, no, no. Wait, hold on. I don't want to be unique. I just want to sleep, please. For the love of God, <laughs> just help me, help me sleep, brain. It sucks, man. It's unfortunate. And when you're just sitting there at 5 a.m. drinking warm milk in the corner of your room in the pitch black, like, what am I, what am I doing, brain? What are you doing? What do you mean you're doing? Drinking milk. You feel good right now? Like I mean, kind of. I'm going to sleep. And then now it's like 7:30, and and I clock out. But yeah, I cannot sleep. Unless I'm falling asleep. I don't know what the freaking problem is. I got to fall down and maybe I can sleep. Got to knock myself out because that's part of it. Two-step program, falling asleep. You got to get there somehow. So, yeah, that's what's been going on. And <laughs> it's been unfortunate. And I'm trying to accomplish all that I can within the limited space because I'm refusing to just stay up late into the night and then go to sleep. I'm like, no, I'm getting in bed. I will keep getting there so i don't know what's gonna happen but as for now i'm not falling asleep on time i'm not falling asleep off time i'm not really sleeping much at all so recently on top of that unfortunate circumstance i went to the bank i went to the bank and i had 74 dollars in cash in my wallet that i wanted to deposit i don't want to have 74 dollars so i could go to the bank to deposit and I shoved $74 in there. It says, um, we received $72, but we could not read the other two $1 bills. Hey, he's back. I'm like, okay, whatever. It says $72. Add more cash. Boom. So, two. I send it back in. Error, error. Machine shutting down. Please contact your banking for assistance. And it doesn't say this, but that's how I read. <laughs> everything regardless if it's a machine or not so it has made the books more interesting steve martin's born standing up steve martin was a comedian but anyways it took my money like a freaking vending machine it's like you can't have your doritos it just took the money i'm like what the f are you kidding me it's not these two freaking one dollar bills the thing i, I didn't want the one dollars if anything <laughs> 
<laughs> and took the other stuff. And I was like, okay, now I got to go into the bank. And lo and behold, there's a line. I'm thinking it's not going to be that bad. Line, person right in front of me. It's got the worst of the worst problems that anyone has ever had. Bank's like, we can't help you with that. We cannot help you with that. We cannot help you with that. Guy won't understand. He's sitting there talking. So after about 35 minutes go by, I'm listening this way. He's like, can you guys, you have eight other people here. They're just kind of sitting and watching like, well, I wonder how she's going to handle this. I wonder if he'll understand that there's nothing they can do for him right now. Finally, someone else gets up. Hey, we'll take you an aisle too. Someone cuts right, goes all the way over there. I'm like, oh my gosh, you got the spot. I'm still behind him. Sir, we can't help you with that. There's nothing we can do. I didn't hear all the ins and outs of the situation. I just know that it wasn't working. Poor guy was old. He didn't understand. And I wasn't going to get, sir, I got $72 waiting right now. I didn't do that. I sat there and I waited and I abided my time because I'm not a fill. I'm not freaking flipping people off. I'm waiting. About 40 minutes go by and finally he goes, oh, there's nothing you can do about that. Understood. I'm like, oh, he turns around. He sees all of us waiting behind me. He goes, oh, pretty bad. Anyways, how's your mother doing? He, he starts having a conversation with the lady. And he talks for another 10 minutes about nothing. And because no one wants to be rude, we sit there. And he's talking. He's 95. He's talking about the person's mother. I don't even think they know each other. Because like, oh, you have, a, you have a mother. And so they're just talking. And I'm waiting. He's making chit-chat. He acknowledged that there was a line of people waiting. And the other guy on aisle two, I don't know what happened over there, but that guy never got done. So I'm sitting here waiting and waiting and waiting. And finally they get to the bottom that they both have mothers, I guess. I don't know what everything entailed. And they're like, oh, you know what? Actually, we could just take you over here. I'm like, oh, man. I sit down. I wait. I'm like, sir, about an hour and a half ago, <laughs> I was right outside. I put $72 into your machine and it took it. Can I get that back? He's like, you, you machine, are you sure about that? I'm like, yeah, I'm sure about that. And he starts acting like it didn't just happen. Like, do you not have an air? I can see the money stuck in the freaking grate. I could see it. The machine shut down. Can you not just you pull something up, check it? I promise you, I'm telling the truth. Look at my wallet. I mean, <laughs> like I got nothing. So, yeah, okay, $72, $72. Interesting. So, can you just tell me exactly? Walk it through. I give him the whole spiel. He goes, okay, okay. Types up the whole thing. He's like, all right. No, we'll get you that money back for you. I'm like, okay, you know what? It's been a long time. There's not much left of the day because I woke up so late. But it's fine. We've resolved the issue. I get up. He's like, all right, in three to five business days. Three, three, to, five, three to five business days. Three to five business days for the money I just held in my hand. I was just touching that $72. It's in your I, And I can't have it back. How ridiculous is that, dude? I had something in my hand, and I try to move it into the cloud, the ether, whatever you call the banking system, and it just disappears. Just It's like, yeah, it's going to just take a couple trips around the sun before it gets back to you. I, I thought I was putting it in an ATM. I didn't know I'll strap it to a Frisbee. <sighs> or a boomerang, I guess, because hopefully it comes back. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. ATM. Automated machine teller. ATM also stands for at the moment. This is way past the moment. WPTM. I'm not, where? Why? Why? Is it really going to break their back 
for me to have. You can't just open up a register, anything. Like, hey, it's here's thirty-two dollars. Believe they're going through. So I should get my money back. It's not even guaranteed. They're like, we'll review your statement, and if we don't buy it, then that's ours, buddy. So that's a little bit of an unfortunate circumstance for me, man. It happens, and I hope you guys enjoy the issues on the table. What else is going on with me, man, as far as pain things go? What's what's a rough? Oh, I got a haircut. Everybody knows that, right? Look at this. It's sharp. It's nice. It's luxurious, except that it's not, okay? I don't know. Listen, I get it. I rock it. It looks fine. But for whatever reason, okay, when I want to get a haircut, you can't just cut it the way I want it to. I always, I'm like, just a little bit longer. And they have the thing in the system. Like, I said, about like a four on the top, seven on the side, whatever number they say. I'm like, yeah, but just a little bit longer than the last time. Because it keeps getting just a little bit too short. I just don't have enough. I said, just a little bit longer. And it cuts too far. Then I'm like, all right, I got to need a month. So I'm either way too long, so I've got to be wearing hats, or it cuts way too short, where now I feel like i got to be wearing hats. I'm, I'm going to the haircut place because you're supposed to do something that I can't do myself. But I think I can do it myself, and it might just be the next step in my program. My next resolution, I guess. And furthermore, dude, the hairdresser, I don't know what you call him. Is it still a barber? I don't, whatever. The person cutting the hair. It was quite the situation, and it was the best one I've had. You know, we always talk about every time I go get my hair cut someone's like stop making jokes stop talking I'll talk very say silent they make fun of me make fun of my hair I, I don't know it's just it's always something right this time pleasant as a peach okay this lady comes in love your sweatshirt and it's just it's a green it's covered in stains and everything I'm like that was really swinging for the tip here, you know, like that's, there's nothing much. I don't know. I don't know what you were looking at. Maybe the person behind me was one of those, Hey, <laughs> you know, I have no idea. So I sit down. I, I like how friendly she is. And we start talking, having some rapport going. And she's asking me about what I was just doing, what I'm doing for work. What's a day. And I had just been recording. Like I was talking about, I climbed back up the hill. I'm recording. I was like, yeah, do some voiceover stuff. She goes, yeah out of here and she starts freaking out oh my gosh anything to do with show business that's the coolest freaking thing ever i love it i love it i love it i love it and i'm like oh i appreciate it but now you're going so far that she's making it sound like oh big shot big shot big shot which is flattering but then i remember that i have to tip this person at the end of it i'm like ooh, i'm not i'm not mr Moneybags like that so I don't know how to say it. So I'm like, yeah, no, I, I hope to be in one of those bigger things later on. Trying to subtly handle like, I can't just throw you dollars, right? You're already swinging with the hoodie thing as is. And she just loved people and she was cool. She was talking about <laughs> a guy who owned a car dealership came in to get his hair cut. And she's like, oh, my gosh, the car dealership. He owned so many Chevys. I cut his hair. He gave me a huge tip. And she says that too. He gave me a huge tip. You guys, you you people, you people. No, I'm not Mr. Chevy. Okay. I do small voiceover, just enjoyable things that I'm trying, trying to break in, but I can't, I can't, I can't be throwing you money. There's a reason I'm at Great Clips. It's the cheapest place to get your hair cut and you can't even do it right. 
So I, I can't be... Uh. Regardless, I don't make my point clear at the end of it. I'm like, ah, oh, she's like, oh, so happy to meet you. You're so nice. Can't wait for... And, and I tip her more. I tip her more. And... <laughs> I don't even like the haircut. And also, she's... she's There's like hair on the back of her neck. She's like, oh, we have a little bit of... Again, those odds do not count because I'm doing a character. It's a bit. She's like, well, we have... Uh, little bit of powder that helps with itching. I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, do you usually itch after your haircuts? Like, no, not really. It's fine. It's always been clean. He's like, well, we'll just give you a little bit. Any baby powder. Kate <laughs> looked like somebody was snorting cocaine off the back of my neck. And I'm like, oh, okay, geez. What? I can taste it. It's in the air. She's like, are you just going home after this? Are you going out anywhere? I was like, well, it's a bit late for that. Now that I look like. Casper is just taking a nap back there. So like, no, I'm probably just going to go home. Okay. It's like, okay. Leaves the hair just wet, just sopping, just all over the place. All right. Looks good. Okay. Bye then. And then I'm like, well, I, I've already made the point that I'm a big wig, Mr. Chevy. And so I tip her. I tip her great. I don't like the haircut. I got, I got snow white back here and my hair looks worse than it did when I walked in. So that's kind of the time I've had so far with the sleeping, with the bank, with the haircut. We're taking L's left and right, and that's just part of, part of life. So it's not that life is super successful for me. It's more of just an appreciation. You look at the brighter picture. I like looking at the funny things. But also, it's, it's hard in comedy, I guess. Uh-oh, here comes the, the preaching. I wish I had a band on the side. I don't know what kind of like inspirational music. And you too can be working on yourselves to focus on the positive things in life. And if you hold your hand like this, as in a presidential speech, you can void the distractions and the negativity and the things that be bringing you down. So, <laughs> yes, I try to focus on the positive things. And it's hard in comedy because you, you try to find the crap. You look for the suck. And think, how can I flip that? A little bit of punchline. What's the joke here? Like that Casper thing I just brought up. Gold. <laughs> and so you kind of pay attention to those things. After a while, you're like, oh, I'm paying attention to these too much. And you got to re-freaking swerve off the road. You turn. So I'm trying to focus on both, I guess. But I don't want to dwell in the negativity. It's all about looking at the bright things. So you put on a nice shirt. You grab yourself a loofah. And you just feel better. Regardless. If you lost money, lost your hair, and lost your sleep. Loser, okay? But I feel good nonetheless. Isn't that great? Isn't that awesome, man? It's all perspective. Yeah, keep the band going, because apparently we're still... <laughs> I wish the pastor would do something like that. <laughs> and... At the end of the day, the Lord loves all of us individually because we are specially and uniquely made. Sermons. jingle. The more you know. Yeah. It's enjoyable. Life's fun. People are cool. What else is going on outside of that? Oh, my mother. I asked for some prayers. I feel like we got prayers because she is healing up. Everything went nice. Surgery is great. Thank you to the peeps out there. It's going well, man. It's going well. And people are bringing food. People are bringing food to us. And 
this is a bit of a sensitive topic because I'm about to talk about make fun of it. My mom's worrying for sure because she doesn't know who's going to listen to it. Isn't it interesting? Like sensitive subjects. It's kind of like road work, right? When you're driving, you're like, oh, caution, road work ahead. Driver may be fined twice as much. And you're like speeding through. I'm like, well, I'm, like, I'm still going to try. Still going to speed through it. I'm not going to make fun of anybody, but I will say healthy food is unfortunate. All right. Now, here's the pickle is because when someone is hurt, injured, surgery, they're down on their luck or whatever, people bring healing meals, veggies, cauliflower, carrot soup, whatever. It's always good, good food, right? I'm like, hey, two weeks of January passed, gone, over. I don't I don't like, but it's a healing thing. We're bringing you healing meals. And I, it's unfortunate that nobody brings you meals or there's no injury. We're like, oh, sir, this guy, he's, he's down on his luck. He's, he needs to put on his many pounds of fat. We need to get him calories. Stat, nurse, give me the chips ahoy. And I'm just like in the doctor's thing. He's like, chips ahoy. He's like shoving it into my mouth. Another one. We need more calories. Doritos. <gasps> like, I, where's the meals like that? Why? How come, how come our health is so dependent on our diet and having good diets? How come no one's having an injury? It's like, oh, instead of putting you on a, you know, a low blood sugar plan or whatever, I get, I, I would, I would want Cheerios. I want cookies, crumbs, Oreos, nachos, stuff like that. Where's those kind of doctors? Where do we get somebody like that? It's like, oh, yeah, it looks like, uh, look at your blood work here. It's uh, pretty rough. I guess we're going to have to put you on a strict chocolate cake diet. Yeah, just a few squares a day. Maybe a brownie or two. That should get you ship shape. Nothing like that. If we had an injury or a family tragedy in that sense, like, oh, start bringing the sartoruses just buckets of cake and pudding and 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 pie i don't know so many more desserts but it's not it's always like oh you you need to heal i'm going to bring you good healing food which is great we appreciate these people so much but it's really my mom's fault for needing healing she should need calories i wish or maybe not it's her fault it's the doctor's fault because you're like well you need to rest and heal where they bring rest and heal stuff. Needs to be like, hey, you need to get fat. You need to get more food in your system. But they don't do that, man. So we're getting tons of carrots and baked stews and broccolis and stir-fries and other stuff. But you know what? That's life. Some people take L's. And what's important is that she is healing nice. And hopefully we can get some ships ahoy. <laughs> <laughs> I wish life worked like that. That would get me. If I was in a coma, you would just hear like the the freaking the little plastic seal on an Oreo box. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like the what's the freaking the thing they use to wake people up? I don't know. Oh, the <laughs> nothing's working. You're using the what is it called? Gosh dang it. You know what I'm talking about. The electrical paddles. Maybe they're just called electrical paddles. I don't know. I can't think of it right now. 
Clear. <laughs> I'm like, like, oh, okay, get the, get it. Bring him the apple pie. Bring him the apple pie. They're, sh they're guarding, <laughs> guarding it in here, like Scooby Doo. I go. Oh, how long has it been? Like three years. Like it took you three years to get me apple pie. I'm wasting away here. So, <laughs> anyways, thank you so much for tuning in. This has been Full Circus. I have been and always will continue to be your hero. No, Tristan Artois. And don't worry about the resolutions. Enjoy your time. Enjoy the wins. Enjoy the losses. And just have yourselves. I was going to say a merry little Christmas, but it's a bit away in the future. I would say just get a loofah. And that's it. Because even in the midst of all the crappy things that happen, I'm like, <laughs> $72. What do I need $72 for when I can get this at the Dollar Tree slow motion? We're just going to live, laugh, love on this one. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. We're all living. We're all loving. But who's laughing? You know what's something to laugh at? It has to be something funny.